Welcome to Gameface with MJ and Dolph. Hope you enjoy listening. Hey everybody, welcome to Gameface. As usual, I am MJ. That is Dolph. You know? This is my Christmas tree that I just bought. <laughs> I literally just stood it up. It's got to open up for two days. But, you know, oh. didn't want to go by without without kind of filling everybody in on what's going on. That's um, funny. Today, we will be talking about our Super Bowl, our top Super Bowl contenders, each one of us. And then we're each going to have, unless, of course, we end up on the same page again, we're each going to have a team that we feel like would be a surprise to make it into the playoffs and maybe be able to make a little bit of a run. But... We're going to start where we always start. How you doing there, bud? I'm good, man. This has been a a, a wild, like, week or whatever. Uh, Thanksgiving or whatever. My family came out from Florida. Um, nice. And it was probably the most pleasant visit I've had from any family member coming to visit me ever. First things first, they didn't stay in my house. So that's okay. an automatic, a, a good trip. Like, I love mm-hmm. my parents, but if they stayed here, it might have not been as... I mean, my parents are great. I, I stayed with them. I stay with them all the time when I go to Florida. Like, they want me to come stay with them. I want to go stay with them. But them staying in my house, I don't know. So, they stayed somewhere else. And then, for some reason, my mom has gotten it into herself that she really can't talk to us the way that she used to. As in? it's She doesn't press like she used to like when i was a a young parent she would press me hard about how i was treating the kids how i was acting things that i was doing things like and it wasn't ever bad she just was trying to coach me through being a young parent especially when i was single dad by myself i pride myself being a good parent she's a great parent like i'm good she's great Mm -hmm. so her town had taught me through that before never bothered me and it surely doesn't bother me now but my siblings haven't felt the same openness about her telling them how she feels. But they also live there. So I'm sure they hear it a whole lot more than I ever do. Because I, if I don't want to hear it, I just won't answer the phone. They're not, not they're just there. That, but, not just that, but sometimes when you're married and there's a significant other involved, now parents kind of back off a little bit because they don't want to step on their toes either because it doesn't come across the same way. Kate's so, married. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Kate's married. Kate's oh, been married okay. for three, four years now. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen her for a bit. So, you know, let's let's just leave it if at that. If you don't go to her, her elementary school, you're not gonna see her. Yeah, no, I'm not I'm not trying to stalk your sister or anything. Um so yeah, we're not gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so the it was an amazing and pleasant visit. Um I went over some things with my parents that they weren't expecting, but I wanted them to know who I am and what 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 I'm doing, like what my future plans are with the podcast, because they haven't really known about the podcast at all. Like I don't post it on, you notice I don't post anything on my, my, my Facebook or anything. Like, yeah, it's just, I don't do it. it. It's not like I'm trying to hide it. I just keep this life and that life separate. I hear and you. so I kind of talked to them about that a little bit about, especially about some of the stuff I do on the other podcast, um, which was an interesting conversation, to say the least. <laughs> it, it would be. Yeah. It definitely would be. But it was good. It was it, it was all good. Like I said, um, my parents, they uh, they are very generous. Um, you know that. I mean, good people. Love them. Yeah. My dad, <laughs> this guy, this guy, he went and he was like, hey, I'm going to get you guys a fire pit. You're living in the country. You got to have a fire. Like, you got to. And my wife's like, well, this isn't what I want. And I'm like, but I do. 
Because if when she gets her fire pit in one place, I want to put this one on the back deck that I'm going to build ultimately and have like a little serene place back there. Like that's closer to home. Nice. The other one's going to be out in the yard. It's going to be in like there's rocks and stuff like that. It's it's a different feel. And, and I want Louisiana, both fields so there's here. mosquitoes. Yeah, so it'd be nice to have a a screened in area without without. Well, there's that. both. Yeah. The, there's mosquitoes. There's honestly though, it's the mosquitoes are not bad here as you would think. Because we're so far north, it, it's not. It's more like okay. being in like Atlanta. Which don't get me wrong, there's mosquitoes here, but it they they it does not break out like it does down down in your swamp. My yeah, swamp is not, different. Than your it's swamp. not the helicopters like we get over here that are trying to take away your firstborn. No, 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 no. <laughs> they're but they're they're not. So anyway, so I I go and we go to we go buy the thing. We go to um tractor supply, get a really nice one. It's like 150 bucks. It's super nice, and it's it's like probably seven feet wide. Big old stars carved out in it, so it sh- cast shadows. The thing is dope. Okay, and cool. so we go to. He's like, you can't put this thing on the ground. I want you to put it on your deck when you ultimately get it. But for now, I want to go get you pavers. And he goes, whatever pavers you want, whatever. I'm just, I just picked out some blocks for to, to set it on. Yeah, and then I'm like, hey, I got, I need some other stuff. And you know, my dad. He's like, yeah, sure, yeah. let's go. He's he's in for the in for the cause. Um, so I go pick out. And I'm shopping for myself. I'm shopping for myself. I'm shopping for my pocket. I'm not shopping for him buying me things. He wanted to buy the pavers. Those are on him. Everything else was supposed to be on me. Mm. So I went and bought a bunch of crap that I needed for the house. And it was all supposed to be out of my pocket. And then he refused to let me pay. Yeah, parents do that. Parents <laughs> do that. Bro, I'm 44 years old, man. I, I, I get it. Like when I was a young, like I needed help. Like, I, I mean, it's great. But I, I, I wish I'd known because I would have bought something different. But I get the feel. I get the feeling. I completely understand because my parents still do that. Yeah. Like I, I bought my house. I'm a professional. My kids are in college. Like things, <laughs> things are pretty good right it's now. It's okay, right? But yet my parents come to visit and they bring a cooler full of meat. Like I don't have anything to eat. Or and I love, I, and it. I love it. You know, mom, dad. You know, if you're watching, I love you. Love you to death. Thank you so much. Like I do appreciate that, but you don't really have to do it. Like, I get why you do, but, yeah. you know, a couple of years ago, I used to go down to their house and they would hide food in my car. <laughs> so then I couldn't oh my God. No. And they would tell me about it on the way home. And I'm like, you did what? And they're like, yeah, there's like five pounds of ground beef in the back and there's steaks and there's this and that. And I was like, like, <laughs> why? They're like, because we want to. I was like, okay, all right. Well, yeah, Green's dad used to send her home with like. She he'd get the the New York strips and just and and get get like a big New York strip and then get it cut down into and then wrap them individually and then give me like 10, 15 at a time. Yeah, like yeah. dude, that's what they wild. do. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love it. You know what I mean? It's it's a beautiful thing, especially when I'm cooking it up because I'm thinking of them the whole time. You know, yeah. and I think of my parents all the time anyway. You know, shout out to mommy, love you, daddy, love you. Um, Thanks, guys. You know, I was on the phone <laughs> with them earlier today. Um, but yeah, you know, it's. It's funny how parents do those kind of things. It really, really is. I mean, it's but cool, it's awesome. Man. It is. It's awesome. And, and I we love can have them. Those parents and just connected, and we don't. They don't. They don't have to do that. They don't have to be that to me. They they know that, and yeah. they know how much it um it means. And honestly, what meant the world was that my dad. We were sitting out there by the fire, and he goes, "Nathan, I'm proud of you." And I'm awesome. like, oh. That's all I want no, to hear. Yeah, there's no. It's it's like the movies, you know what I mean? Where it does make a difference. It does. Like my parents have always told me, we love you and we're proud of you and all those things. But when they tell you, especially in a moment like that, it's just 
that's a whole other level, man. And it just feels nice. Yeah, it is. And it, it, yeah. it definitely, it made the last three months of heartache and madness worth it to sit there and, and be with my, like we, I, we, we hosted Thanksgiving with, for my parents. Like that was crazy to begin with. Cause we've only been in the house, what a week and a half. Like it was, it was like a week and a half. So yeah. for us to be able to host them, I smoked the turkey, which my dad was over the top about. Um, man, I think it was amazing. But he, nice. like, it was just cool, man. Yeah, we spent Thanksgiving at my sister's house, um, where my sister, when they originally moved up to Brooksville, which is just like an hour, I know Brooksville. I'd say an hour northwest of where I am. Um, it was, it was my sister, my brother in law, and at that point. They're seven kids. Um, lo and behold, now after the other kids were born and now people are getting married and there's grandkids and all of this and that, just me and Jaden went and it was like their part of the family, which of course is our part of the family, but you know what I mean? It's like 25 yeah. people now. It's like, oh, yeah. it's like, good God, like this is multiplying like nobody's business. And I think I mentioned last time that we have some, there's some babies on the way. Yeah. You know, there's some babies on the way in the family. We've got three on the way. Three. I thought it was two. It's three. Um, oh, my goodness. My niece Erica awesome. is, is going to have a baby any day now. She's doing the ninth. Uh, my niece Alexandra is due next year. And then my nephew, Ed, who I was just at his wedding in California, they just found out they're going to have a baby. Did they know before? No, 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 no. They, this was total no touchy, no touchy abstinence oh, before they got okay. married. Um, and it just, you know, it's been... What was that at the beginning of uh, the very beginning of October? And they just found out like the, the week of Thanksgiving. That's, that's uh, awesome. That they're going to have a baby. So everybody's really excited. You know, it's man, but that, that Christmas bill gets bigger every year. <laughs> I've, I've gotten to the point that I just, when I see them is when I do things like I, I've told my, like I told my nieces, I'm like, I'm tired of just giving you guys stuff that I never see you use, especially when I gotta live there. Yeah. So I told like, whenever I come to town, we will do things like that's we'll do something special. Like last time I dropped, I dropped like 500 bucks at the range for my nieces mm -hmm. to go shoot. Cause we went out and we shot all the automatics and everything like automatics nice. suppressed silence. Like I grabbed all the guns that like, they were like, Oh, shoot that. like get that too. Like it was just, <laughs> dude, there's a place in Coco. That's amazing. Uh, it's not on Gus hip that they have. Um, they have like suppressors on all their stuff, a bunch of mm -hmm. stuff. They have like, Full out M M uh, M fours and stuff that are like automatic and suppressed. Like it's wild, man. And nice. they had a, we had a blast. But that's what I'm saying. Like I I dropped a ton of money doing that, but I won't get them anything for Christmas this year because they know I'm not going to see them. But yeah, next like one like they they all of a sudden hey who sent a package because I don't put my name on them mm. and I, they all of a sudden get something for like my niece wanted the the colored lights in her car my her, my my sister was not going to do that so I just sent them to them. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I did I did a bunch of that for Jaden on his birthday. But did, did I tell you what we did last year for Christmas? No. <laughs> okay. So last year for Christmas, we had everything packed up. You know, because oh, of the yeah. whole saga with the house and all of that. Well, we got everything loaded into the house right at the right like the day before New Year's Eve. And it was unpacking and trying to figure out where everything was. Well, it took us a little bit to figure out where all the presents were. We knew where some of them were, but now where all of them were. Yeah. We ended up having and it, it turned out really funny. And in fact, my uh, some of my younger nieces and nephews wanted to do it again this year. We ended up giving out presents during the Super Bowl. <laughs> I'd be like, and, hey, we found these. <laughs> no, no, we ended up calling it 
Uh, what was it? It was Merry Super Christmas Bowl is what oh the day was. And it was a blast because we also brought the presents because we went down south to go see my parents and they sent presents for everybody too. So we had their presents and our presents and it was like another Christmas at my sister's house. So it was a lot of fun. They were like, we got to do this every year. I was like, no, we're not doing this every year. Oh, nice. <laughs> that does sound like fun though, honestly. But it was a blast. It was a blast. It really, really was. And for a situation that honestly could have could have felt like just off, it, it turned out perfect. Okay, so um, today, like I said, we're talking about Super Bowl contenders. We're talking well, are about we? are we? <laughs> we're talking about surprise teams, or if you want, you can bring up a pretender too. It doesn't really matter, you know, depending on which way you want to go. But I'm going to open the door to you, Dolph. Who is your first team that you want to talk about? And you get to choose whether they're a contender or a pretender. It's up to you. So I got to step out of the AFC because the AFC was what you'd think I would go for to yeah. go for first, though. Man, I, I got to say it. The Eagles are the real deal. Like, every time I see them play, every like, it doesn't, like, you can talk all the trash you want about the tush push and whatever and say that it's anything that's not elite. You can say it's not, not legal or it's cheating or whatever you want to say. I don't care. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, that's not their only game. That's not their only, that's not their only, their only play. These guys are beating you on all four downs, regardless of where they are in the field. If they, if they're three and three, they're going to do, they can do the tush push and get four yards out of that bad boy, or they can run it or they can throw it or their quarterback can run it. Like they are a complete football team that is going to be hard to contend with for any team in the AFC, regardless of how good their defense is. They are killer. And I think that they are an absolute contender and, it's going to take every bit of any team in the NFC to try to get them out of that in my in my head. Okay, so I agree with you. I think that the that the Eagles are a well put together team. They have talent at every level, uh, every everywhere that you need talent, they have it. My only concern with them is that they haven't played a full, uh, they haven't played a complete game yet this season. They haven't. Now, can they round out and really get it done? Do they have the pieces to get it done? Absolutely, they do. Absolutely, they do. But they've played some really close games with some teams that should not have been as close as they are. Okay. Now, some people would say that maybe they're playing down to the competition, um, but I, I don't. I don't see it like that. Like, there's right, who do you, who do you say that would be that, that that you're saying that? Who are you saying that they played down to, or that they they could be accused of? I mean, there's a there's a lot of teams that they've played against, and I'll pull up the schedule real quick, and I'll, I'll go over that with you. But, I'm, just, uh, I'm curious. I, I am because it, it's something that I hear a lot, also, but not from the Eagles. Well, with the Eagles, like, they played the Commanders. The Commanders are not a good football team. Okay. They're a scrappy team. They have some talent, but they beat them by three. You know, then you get into the Vikings. The Vikings are a decent team at The best. Vikings were hot when they played them, though. No, the Vikings were trash. That was part in of the their beginning? losing streak. Yeah, in the beginning of the season. They, they, they lost their first the two or three games right away. Um, and they beat them by, by six points. Then you move on. They beat the Rams when the Rams didn't even have Cooper Cup. They beat them by nine. Then they played the Let's Jets, and they the beat the Jets by six points. Let's go back to the Commanders. Okay. They're in the same division. In my opinion, it's going to – It's it, it, that's not – that, That's what it should be. It should be a close game with those, those division rivals. No matter how good we are, I still look at the Jets as extremely dangerous when they yeah. next time we played them. 
Every time. And regardless of how bad they are, regardless of how bad the bills are, why do you think Tampa would hate to come down to the come down to play or I mean um the, the Pats used to come to hate to play us at the end of the season because they know regardless of how trash we were the whole season, we were going we can win. And it, it's we've shown that in and out. And that's I believe it's the same, especially like the NFC East is a is a big one like that. Like the the commanders, the the Giants, the Cowboys, and the Eagles. I think all four of those teams have such a, a, a grind of a rivalry that it's a toss-up when any of them play, no matter how good they are. Okay, like, so it wouldn't surprise me if the if the Commanders had beaten the Eagles at that. Point. So let let's throw out the the NFC East then. Okay, they beat the Jets by six points. The okay. Jets. The Jets have a great defense, though. Yeah, but I mean, you you still how many they, the how Jets, many did they put up against it? The Jets. Oh, actually, no, actually they lost the Jets. The Jets beat them. They, the they Jets lost their they defense. They put up twenty yeah. points. They they put up twenty points on them and beat them at that point. And they you only got, put up fourteen. Yeah, the Chiefs are a good win. They beat them by it was still by four. You know, and then Buffalo. They beat Buffalo by three, and Buffalo struggling, and that was an overtime. I don't think Buffalo is that team anymore, though. They're not. They're not. But that's that's another reason I bring up that comparison is mm-hmm. that they haven't put it together as of yet. And there's times they look better than they do in other times. But that's that's got to be at least in my mind, it's a concern going into the playoffs. That what if you don't actually put it together, and you end up playing against teams that are now in playoff mode? Because we all know that there's some teams that get into the playoffs, and just because of their style of play, all of a sudden they're better teams. Like Detroit, for example. Detroit's oh, yeah. extremely gritty, extremely punch you in the mouth, as their coach says, bite off your kneecap on the way down. You know, I love and that guy. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, Dan Campbell. I love that guy. Absolutely, I love the dude. But it's it's one of those things that that style gets a little bit different, which leads into my team on there from the NFC because I was going to go to the NFC first also. And this one depends on health. Stop copying me. This one depends on health. It's the 49ers. The 49ers roster is extremely top-heavy. So any injuries really affect them more than it would any other teams. Yeah, very low but, depth. But that roster is super stacked when it comes to the top to the top levels of that roster. Oh, yeah. There's there's very little that that team can't do, and they are that rough punch you in the mouth uh, team. But they can they can hit you they can hit you in so many different ways. And their quarterback, yes, Mister Irrelevant from the draft, he just doesn't make mistakes normally. Now, I know he had a couple of mistakes, and this is why I continue to bring up that if they're healthy, because when yeah. Debo was out and their left tackle was out, all of a sudden Brock Purdy looked like a human being. All of a sudden. Um, and he was he was making mistakes, throwing interceptions. There were problems. He needs his full roster there. But if that roster is healthy, they are my pick in the NFC. But let's be real. You could say that about most teams. If they don't have the top roster, they're not going to be able to be the be the top team that they've always thought they would be. Like, but but that's the difference. Take with the away Eagles. the Eagles could have some injuries and still be right up there with everybody else, as long as you it's think? not their quarterback. As long as it's not their quarterback and it's not their main wide receiver. Anybody else, they can swap them out. You think they could do it with Kelsey? Yeah. I don't. Look, I the think, tush I push think won't the work. Tush, the tush push yeah, won't work we as well. It won't work as well, but they have the best offensive line in football. So I if agree. you're missing one guy, you're still going to have a good offensive line. Yeah. I I don't think any team can be the exact same team or even no. be, uh, seen better with sustaining those high level, uh, high level injuries. I don't think that it can happen. Like we lost Waddle. Okay, mm-hmm. he's not the top receiver, and there was a lot of good people around him that were close yep. enough to get him. He's a good number two. He's not a number one right now. 
we lost Tyree Kill though, it's a different different ball game. That's that that basically locks up Waddle. At, that locks up our running game half the time too. Like it it, they, it would take away so much because he takes such a attention away from the rest of the team and the success that they get is because of that attention. I, I think that it would just it would devastate the Dolphins. Well he he does, but the Dolphins are more manageable if you lose Hill, but you have you have H hand still playing. Because then you've got the two okay. speedsters again out there because you've got Waddle and you've got H hand. You can put H hand anywhere on that field that you want. You'd have to. Yeah he's he's not a wide receiver, but it's so much speed that you have to account for him along with Mostert back there. Who's also, you know, oh, he speed. Can catch too. But but Achan's more of a threat to break it to break it open. He's that home run threat no matter where you put him on the field. Just like Waddle, just like Hill. I mean, Hill's a whole other level. But <laughs> you know, it's, this guy. it's still one of those things. Like when you bring up losing one offensive lineman from the Eagles, yeah, it's one offensive lineman. As long as they don't lose their quarterback or their top receiver, because they're not really deep at receiver, um, I think that they'll be okay. They can still go punch anybody in the mouth. They just need to change up how they're doing things. Maybe they run the ball more in that game than they would throw it. Uh, but I mean, the receive their other receivers aren't slouches. So you know that's that's a pretty good that's a pretty good roster to have. So who's your who's your second team? Either contender or pretender. So this is going to sound weird because I talked a lot of trash about them at the beginning of the season. Especially in week three, I, I talked a whole lot of trash about them. Sean Payton's bringing it together, man. <laughs> I, I, I told you. I told you. Sure. Give him some time. Sean Payton. And you did. And, but Sean Payton has really pulled it together, in my opinion. And I'm watch, I watched a play that I counted it out. And Russell took seven and a half seconds to throw the ball. Mm-hmm. That's insane. If you if you watch any NFL and think about it, the what the, the release for two is what two two point five something like that. It's like it's like two point three. It's ridiculously it's fast, crazy fast. Yeah. Like he's getting it out of there, like going through one progression, two progression, done. Mm-hmm. Seven and a half seconds, man. And yep. it's not just him though. Everybody is clicking around him. The mm-hmm. team that you that we talked about being defeated and giving up. Yeah, that. At, the, at that week three is not the team going into this, this this week now. And that is a testament to the leadership on the field with the coaching and the, and the team players that have gotten their stuff together and basically said, you don't do this again. You don't let that happen because they let it go and they, and they quit. We know, we know we watched them quit. They but can't it, do it's it again. One of those, it's one of those classic examples where you literally, and nobody said it during that game, but you literally have somebody in that organization that'll tell you we needed that. We needed that so that we would get out of our heads and really start to listen to what this coaching staff is trying to teach us. Because yeah. they, he's got them rolling. They have the longest winning streak in the in the NFL right now. Yeah. You know, I, I don't I still think that the Dolphins would beat them. I do. Oh, I yeah. still don't think that they're like this magical team that's gonna go on a long run. But Sean Payton, man, congrats you. Freakulations. Uh he's one thing I didn't know. Win. One thing I didn't know, and you probably didn't know either, was that they gave Russ a limited playbook to start the season. Yeah. I didn't know yeah, that. They, they I, way that now, I didn't know that then. Yeah. Yeah. They way scaled back the amount of plays that he could run, and now they're opening it up to him because he's understanding what's going on and what the coaching staff wants him to do. And it, it's working. So, Sean Payton, man, congratulations. You're, he's a smart you're guy. You're earning your paycheck, I, buddy. 
<laughs> he, he's a smart guy. Both of them. Russ is a smart guy, and he's a smart yeah. guy. I hated seeing Russell play like trash like that. But now that we look at back at it and say, okay, maybe it wasn't 100% him. There was some – like, that's okay. Whatever whatever happened the weeks away, mm-hmm. I don't care. I'm looking ahead, and I think that – I don't think they're there, but I do think they're a dark horse to get into the playoffs as a sixth or seventh seed maybe and and mm-hmm. really, really, really go far. I think that's a little bit of a stretch, but kind of going <laughs> back to the whole Denver thing, um, when you say that maybe it wasn't you all say him. I sh- I, I, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Are you gonna doubt? You're gonna you you gonna you're gonna doubt? Like I called the Heat going to the finals. I'm wearing the Heat hat. Okay, <laughs> I'm wearing the Heat hat. All right. So, but this isn't a homer this, pick. This is something that I'm looking, I'm thinking about. No, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> but I wanted to kind of go in on your point where you said you didn't think that it was all Russ last year on him playing like total trash last year, and I agree with you. And it's the same reason that you and I were both laughing when the Jets named Nathaniel Hackett as their offensive coordinator. Because we were like, yes, the Jets are absolutely jetting. That's exactly what we would expect them to do, is to take absolute oh. trash and find another way to destroy their football team. I saw a um, a meme earlier, and I don't know if I sent it to you. or If I didn't, I, I hate that I didn't. But it had the, the Green Bay Packers that Aaron Rodgers brought to the Jets and then what they've done. Oh, so bad. And like the worst offensive coordinator in there, mm-hmm. the worst ed wide receivers, the like they are the absolute worst that on the team. Yeah. So funny. I'm I sorry. Mean, it's but- a big difference when you go from a Hall of Fame quarterback to a guy that shouldn't even be a, a quarterback. So yeah. They don't have a quarterback on that roster right now. Oh, Speaking they don't. of they absolutely 21 days start of the day. That's what happens when you when you make Aaron Rodgers not only the starting quarterback but also the GM. It's it's what it is. <laughs> they they did everything to today. give him. That's what yeah. That's what I'm saying. They started his 21 days for the injured reserve right now. Yeah, but it's it's he's not going to come back. He's not going to come back so? because he even said on Pat McAfee yesterday the one of the factors and he hadn't said this before but one of the factors is are they in contention for him to come and back? They're not. They have four wins unless by some miracle they win the next two games. There's no way he's coming back this season. I believe that this is being done so he can get practice time in with the team. He can kind of get things moving around, throw, get out there, be another arm in practice, try and help guide the the quarterbacks, not just from the sidelines, but also on the field a little bit and help them improve. They're not winning the next two games. Oh, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> they have the Falcons and the Texans. The Falcons are killing it right now. And they the may Texans not win have... any game. They may not win any game. And C.J. Stroud is, is like drooling right now that he gets to play them. So and, – because their, their defense is getting a little bit exposed this year, too. People are starting to show that maybe they're not as special as we thought they were. But again, playing a little devil's advocate, that defense spends three quarters of the game out on the field. I don't care who you are. <laughs> you're the 2,000 Ravens. You're going to get tired. It's just what it is. This is so true. So true. Yeah. Um, okay, All right. So now I'm, I'm going on, and I am not going with a contender on this one. I am going with a pretender. And I'm okay. going to get a lot of hate on this one. But it's it's just what it is. Okay, I keep hearing such great things about this team and about how I've been hearing this since before the season about how their new offense was going to revolutionize things and that they were going to be like the, the greatest show on turf and the, the offense was going to be unstoppable and all of these different things. And yes, they're having a good season. But I've said this about their quarterback before, and I'm going to say it again. Baltimore Ravens, for me, are a pretender. We've seen this story before. Going. <laughs> We've seen this story before. They have a good regular season. There's a couple little warts here and there. 
everybody for some reason, and I like the guy, but everybody wants one of two. Everybody wants two quarterbacks in this league to be absolutely amazing. One is Lamar Jackson, and the other one is Justin Fields. Justin Fields needs to leave town. Get him out of Chicago. I don't think he's a good quarterback. I don't, first off. But if he's going to be any kind of quarterback, he needs a change of, change of scenery. But I agree. back to Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, fantastic talent. South Florida yeah. guy. There, it gives me every reason, every reason in the world to cheer for him. The problem is, just like I said about Herbert, also shrinks at the wrong time. Shrinks yeah. at the wrong time. Major front-running team. If they can get a lead early on, then they're good. If you're going into that fourth quarter and that game is tight, it, it's tough to count on him, man. It is tough to count on him because magically something goes wrong. And you can't do like you do with Herbert and and blame the coach because Jackson's coach is Harbaugh, universally yeah. recognized as one of the best coaches in the NFL, and he has a Super Bowl ring. You know, So what, what are you going to say about that? So that is my team where it's a pretender. I feel like, yes, the offense is better than it was, but you still have that main core of guys that are going to sleepwalk at the wrong time. So who did they lose to? They lost to the Colts when they had the quarterback, their quarterback. And that quarterback wasn't very good. He needs time. No, but they still he needs I mean, time to a sit close and watch. Game. This injury um, might have been the best thing for him. They lost the Steelers by seven. Who had no offense. They didn't. They scored 17 points. It was not yeah. a lot. Let's see. And then the Browns, which <clears throat> that was a hard-fought game. Well, that defense is, is ridiculous. The defense is crazy, Browns. yeah. That defense is ridiculous. But again, and they another beat team the, the that's going to get exposed. The Chargers. Yeah, but did, they beat the Bengals without Burrow, right? Yeah. That, yeah. Two, two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, that's a whole different team without Burrow. They just Burrow is like the guy that that gives them belief, like, like a lot like Marino was for Miami, where Miami is they knew as long as we have Marino, we're still in the game. It doesn't matter what the score is. And yeah, the Bengals are a lot like that. But unfortunately, Baltimore. But I can't not. even look at them because it's a it's a it's a a, uh, a AFC North um, rivalry. So I can't even look at them as like. The Steelers, Browns, and the Bengals, it, like we talked about this. I I, I can't yeah. look at them the same way as a loss or a win with those because of that. When you play a team twice a year, it's difficult. Yeah. It's difficult. It's It's been said many, many times that the single hardest thing to do in the NFL is to beat one team three times. Because you know how <laughs> that happens sometimes. You end up seeing them in the playoffs. Yeah. And it's almost every time. If a team beat them the twice, Dolphins they lose last the year third. with the Bills. Yeah. We saw them three times last year. That was the yeah. that was the when they were that good that like they were good last year. That was yeah. the worst thing that we could have done. Like that was horrible. Well, and we went in there with, with Skylar Thompson as a starting. Yeah, 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 I know. We I know we, didn't, be we, we went undergunned and everything. Like it's a different possibility now. But yeah, they're not the team they were last year either. No, they're, they're not. But I mean, they had a lot of defensive injuries too that have caused some issues with that defense. And their head coach is a defensive minded coach, so he's got to have a good a good offensive coordinator. And unfortunately, as much as I love him. Ken Dorsey didn't get the job done. I, I love Ken, but yeah, I loved it. You know, what I loved about the the most I loved about Ken was when the Bills couldn't get their get to, back to center at oh, yeah. the game last year, and he's throwing he's stuff on everything, <laughs> slamming his playbook and all kinds of stuff. Because it, it, it was just it, it was uh, laziness, if you ask me. Because they they took their time getting to the line, and they just they were there was no sense of urgency. Nope. And you can see him go, 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 
and they're just not moving. So, yeah, yeah I would understand the frustration on there. Okay, so now do you have another contender? Do you have a pretender? Do you have a surprise oh, I team? Better. I, I have I mean I have tons of teams. Um because your surprise I, team I'm I'm taking was already was already Denver. That was your surprise team. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so any any other contenders that you want to throw out there or a pretender that you want to throw out? To me, the, a pretender is the Bills. I don't think anybody's calling them a, a, a contender anymore anyway, though. Yeah. I, I think that they have the the quarterback and the wide receiver core to to be an amazing team, but I think don't think they're getting out of their own way this year. And tables um, around the world are celebrating because they're not going to get broken. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, I don't, I don't. So in all honesty, I don't celebrate the Bills sucking. I, I don't really like. It's not a. I, I, I would rather them be a top team the way that they were last year, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that when the Dolphins get it, there's not going to say, "Well, that was the year that the Bills weren't very good." And I, I don't want to hear anything, any complaints or anything out of that because, yeah. like, our last AFC. Um, AFC title. That's all I have get to hear is, well, Tom got hurt. Yeah, yeah. That's all I get to hear, and I I don't want that. I want the Bills to come tearing ass through the, to Miami so we can stomp that stomp them and and do it and get it done. Yeah. Like that's what I want out of it. And so it it just it pains me. I they're just not the team to to do it anymore, and I I hate it because I want them there. And I have a friend, a really good friend of mine that's a uh, a, a Bills fan. And I don't know one's a Chiefs fan, another one's a Raiders fan. It's crazy. But yeah. it, he, surprisingly, he's classy about all of this. Even when they wore us out last year, like throughout the, the playoffs or everything, he never talked trash. Like to me, like well, that's well, well that's hold, cool. hold on, hold on, hold on, For yeah, the most they're part, out there. <laughs> for the most part, Bills fans are extremely cordial. For the most mm-hmm. part. You would think that they're a Canadian team because they're they don't they don't they're really talk trash. They don't they, they yeah, they they really are. Uh, they they throw themselves <laughs> through tables, but they're they're not doing anything like that. It's not like the Eagles fans that are absolutely obnoxious. It's oh. not like Jets fans that, for some reason, feel entitled, even though you haven't won anything since the 1960s. But the Bills fans, I mean, let let let's throw the good out there. Remember that we've seen multiple times, multiple times, where their fans will get together and just throw money at charities that are involved that the other team is involved in, and who does that? Who does that? Yeah, Two got hurt last year. They did that. Yeah, they they gave so much money to his um, foundation when he got hurt. That was to me. That's amazing, and I don't see very many fan bases doing that. No. So, like I and said, that's what I don't. I'm who does that? You know, <laughs> I don't hate against them. There are there are Bills fans that I don't like, mm-hmm. but as far as like a whole, like I'll go to a. I would go to to a Bills game up in New York. I went to a Jets game in New York. I wouldn't go to a Philly game in Philly. No. Like I had, I no, had an opportunity. I was living up there, and I I refused to go. Absolutely like, I have an opportunity to go to a, a Cowboys game that I won't go to. Like, I, I, just, I have a family. I have a family to think of. I'm not going to a Philly game. I'm not no. <laughs> for real. Like they are. Like that is the craziest place. I I I'd never want to go. Okay, so now my I can go either pretender, surprise team, or contender. Okay, so. I'm thinking I'm probably going to go pretender again. So yeah, there's a lot it. more hate today than there's. And sounds else like right it. Now. Well, you were trying to talk about the lowest teams anyway, so. <laughs> yeah, you know that's that's originally what we were going to talk about was the worst teams and why. Um, oh. But you know, there's there's like a nine way tie for for third to the bottom. So that's something <laughs> that could change around really really fast. It's ridiculous. But uh, my pretender right now, my other pretender, is Jacksonville. 
Okay, yeah, I'm hearing a lot okay. of big things, and their coach won won a ring, and all of those things, and you know all this stuff. And he's he's a good coach. He is a good coach. The fact that he's a good coach, he's holding this team together with smoke mirrors and bubble gum. Is How many coaches thing. have won a ring in a second with this, with this second team? Uh, not a lot. Not many not at all. Yeah, which I mean, is why I don't ever put years. that in, in, in a coach's resume. I don't mm-hmm. ever look at that as something that would get me to hire them or want them to be the like a Dolphins coach. Whenever I looked at yeah. that. I, it's very it's very small. Mm-hmm. Like I I want to say three or four coaches, like three or four head it's coaches. A handful that have for done, sure. There's so many. There's 32 coaches every single season, and they go in, they interchange it. For there to be only like three or four, come on now. Like that's and I, I think and I think right now on active coaches, it's it's only one. Is Andy? Well, no, it's it's it might be zero because Andy Reid didn't win one in Philly. He left uh, when they won their when they won. Geez. I know all that's, time you've got quite a few Shula being one of them. Wait, no, no coach. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I was saying. I, I don't think that any coach right now has won a, a Super Bowl with multiple teams. That. Sean Payton to win a Super Bowl with two different teams? No, it's not. Where did that come? No, Sean Payton. Google, would have are to you win high? Denver to make that happen. <laughs> that was a February sixth, two thousand twenty-three. Um, oh, that was wishful that was wishful thinking. <laughs> Holy cow! First year in Denver, as horrible as that team looked last year, and you're expecting him to win a Super Bowl immediately? No, so no, three no. Co- okay, that's okay, that's over. that's the stat I was thinking about. Three coaches have won multiple Super Bowls with different quarterbacks. Okay, that's not different teams. So, but none, but no head coach has won it with different teams. So that's yeah, what I'm not, saying. Like, not, I, not active right now. Yeah, I, I I don't think about. I don't think about. It. Like, I'm not. I'm not interested. Like, you're you being a, co- uh, a Super Bowl winning coach does not say anything. You taking your team consistently to the playoffs and to the Super and to and to the Super Bowl, like give me consistency over time. Anybody can spike. Look at the Giants, and that's what that's what Doug Peterson has not done. Yeah. Doug Peterson was in Philly, had a good season, then won a Super Bowl, and then got fired two years later. Yeah. Like you, you got to be bad to get fired after winning a Super Bowl, because that, everybody that in the world wants to believe in you. Yeah, that well, they close. gutted the team around him too. Yeah. I mean, they brought in pieces. He didn't believe in Hurts at that point. Um, there were there were a lot of issues, but he got fired. And now he's in Jacksonville. He's a good quality coach. He is. Mm-hmm. Um, Trevor Lawrence still needs time. He needs time. I don't think he's there. Everybody wants to wants to call him an elite quarterback. I believe you hear that more on sports talk radio and stuff like that because they're looking for ratings because they need a narrative and they need the things to they talk. They said about what's his face, uh, Herbert. Oh. They said the same thing about Herbert. They said they've been saying for the last two years that Justin Fields was going to be the next coming in the next season. Every year it's the next season. Every year it's the next season. And now, now he needs to new, go into a new situation. Do the guys watch? Okay, it's just like he never got out of the washer. Okay, it's just one Hold of those on. things. You wouldn't take him as the Dolphins' backup? Absolutely not. Over what they got now? Absolutely not. Okay. Absolutely not. I would not. If I, if I, you want to you want to turn him into a receiver all day, I'll take him. I'm not. I'm not taking him as a quarterback. I'm just not. You know what? Make him a safety on like a hail mary because I know he can get up there and he can run. And apparently he's got pretty good hands. So that's what but, my dad always said. Um, not that, but he goes, if Tebow ever wanted to come back and play for the NFL, he should come back as a tight end. Yeah, he would have made. An even though he tried end. that, he tried that with Jacksonville and it didn't work out. I don't know how much of a ch- how much of a chance they really gave I him. I don't think he had much of a chance there. Honestly, I, I'd love to see him at fullback. Honestly, the guy's beefy. You know, just go out there and hit somebody. You know he'll do it. But <laughs> I see you know, it. just just get him out there. But but Jacksonville again, top heavy roster. Um, they need some time. 
They need some time. They're not ready yet, but everybody's looking for somebody to anoint. And they're the team that everybody seems to want to do that because of Trevor Lawrence and the long hair and all of that. And uh, dude, that doesn't phase me whatsoever. I've been saying it since Clemson. The guy was throwing to people that were 10 and 15 yards wide open for his completions. He's a good quarterback. He has the tools, but to say that he's an elite quarterback yet, slow down. Come on, slow down. He's not there. He's not close to there yet. Right now, he's good quarterback. He, I would put him in my third tier of quarterbacks right now. I think um, so. He needs time. He needs time. Could he be that? Yeah, he's got all the tools to be that. You know, but how many quarterbacks have we seen to have all the tools and just never put it together? So I believe that he's going to take a little bit of time. Um, I don't think he's there yet. And Jacksonville, if you make the playoffs, last year you had Herbert to go up against who puckered up there in the fourth quarter and ended up doing nothing. Unless you get one of those teams, you're not going to make it out of the first round. They have a few tough games coming up. They do. They got the Bengals, the Browns, and the Ravens well, in a cut row. Cut the Bengals out of being a tough team because Herbert's gone. So, I ain't Herbert because uh, uh, she's forgot the quarterback's name now. Burrow, because Burrow, Burrow's gone. So, okay. they, they, they fall off the map. I I still think it's going to be a tough game. It's a Monday night game. It should, it. it you, you you might be surprised. Well, we'll see. But like I say, when we get to the playoffs, if and I, I'm sure that they'll make the playoffs, but they're going to bomb out in the first round. It'll end up happening. You know, and everybody that wants to come at me about my Lamar pick, remember that he's been to the playoffs multiple times as one win. Oh, yeah. One no win. And it wasn't because of him. It was because of the running game. So it's, it's just what it is. So thank you, everybody, for joining us. Uh, we'll be back again real soon with another episode. Once again, I am MJ. That is Dolph. Have a great day. Merry Christmas, Thanksgiving, whenever you're listening to us, whatever it is. I know Thanksgiving just passed, but happy holidays, everybody, and we'll see you on the next time. That's the show today. What are you waiting for? Like and subscribe below, and we'll see you next time.